Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. How have petrol prices and the cost of living affected you? 087-188-0008. All right, some of your WhatsApp messages, by the way, coming in at the moment. Just let's wait. How's it going? Oh, yeah, man. Um, these these increasing prices are just going through the roof, and it's, it's just getting beyond mental now. I mean, um, people paying rents, uh, all that type of thing. The, the rent prices are already completely exorbitant. Uh, myself, I'm busy paying 1900 a month on rent. And then we still got to do the groceries. We still got to do the petrol back and forth to work. Um, yeah, basically, with all these increases, we've been left with no money to actually survive um, or really do anything in a month. It is mental. Yes, and the leader of this country doesn't seem to want to do anything about it because he said from Brussels yesterday, Mr. Michal Martin and Taoiseach said uh, prices will go up. We don't have specifics on by how much. He said we're facing into a different era in terms of pricing around fossil fuels. I get the impression he's trying to blame Russia and Ukraine on everything there, you know, in relation to prices, which is not true. And most economists will tell you that. In the space of the last 12 months, the price of diesel has jumped by an unprecedented 41%, while the price of petrol rose by 31%. Petrol has now breached the two uh, euro uh, ceiling once again at many filling stations around the country. I noticed it last night myself. One night, it's, the national average stands around 191.92. Fuel prices around the country remain volatile he said, or well, they're suggesting since the Russian invasion on Ukraine, which is complete utter nonsense, to be honest with you, because fuel prices were already going up. I mean, don't get me wrong, it hasn't helped. They were already going up. And by the way, a barrel of oil now is cheaper than it was 15 years ago. And yet, that we were paying 135. Now, I have to take into consideration the cost of uh, the dollar and the exchange rate, of course, is a lot lower, but that still didn't bring it up to two euro. Anyway, Anna Cullen, spokesperson for AA Ireland, outlined that for people who rely on cars, they're spending around 500 euro more than they were to fill up. I'm paying 600 a month, by the way, on diesel at the moment, uh, because as you know, I go up and down to Belfast on a regular basis. On pay pressures, the Taoiseach said the government had begun exploratory talks with social partners in respect of a unique set of circumstances that we find ourselves in now because of the war. Yep, see, just keep blaming the war, just keep blaming the war and everything. Anyway, he said he thought it would be a mo- uh, more coherent for the country to to approach the issue in a collective way, a push uh, to resurrect some of the social partnerships that could set uh, pay for workers across the economy is underway. In other words, what they want to do is go back to something like the National Wage Agreement. That's all well and good, but how are employers supposed to afford this? Because their costs have gone up too. The government needs to step in and do something, but they're not going to do anything. And they keep focusing on the war all the time, talking about fuel. It's not just fuel. It's your energy bills. It's your pipe uh, pipe your sliced pan, it's your milk, it's your... And don't get me wrong, energy affects the price of everything because, of course, suppliers have to use energy to to produce all those goods. But it's the cost of everything is going up. Everything. I even went in and got some AdBlue. In case you're not familiar, you put that into your petrol tank with your diesel, by the way, modern cars. Yesterday, and last year, this time last year, for 10 litres of AdBlue, was about €17. It's now €27. So, I mean, everything is going up. Everything. Just the cost of going to the cinema. The cost of everything is going up. And people just can't afford it anymore. Irene, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Irene? Hello, Nile. Nice to speak to you. I haven't, heard from you. I haven't spoke to you for a long, long time. Yes, it has been a, it's been yeah, a while I've, since I heard your voice, your dulcet I've tones. Been very real. Um, I'd like to make a comment in regards of what's going on. You're 100% correct that you, this war has nothing whatsoever to do with the price of petrol. Well, I won't say it's you know, nothing to do with it, but it's, but, it's not, but it's not the reason why it's two euro. No, but this is what they're playing on as well. You know, they're using this scenario. 
And then you have another scenario which really angers me, that in, in England the gas has never been as cheap to produce, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. in England. So it's the same here. It's, it's just a way of this government, as per usual, crippling the ordinary worker, the person going to work, the person trying to uh, raise their families. You know what I mean? They don't care. You see, that big word is huge in this country. They don't care. And until people realise that these are ripping people off left, right and centre in every way, even my dog's food has gone up by five euro. <laughs> even your dog you know? food has gone up. <laughs> five euro, right? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it, right? Now, there's thousands of people like me, and before we get all the do-gooders on the phone, who's a, on sick uh, parents, a very young woman, uh, I get £205 a week. Okay, at the end of the year, I'll get a few bob for towards my ESP or whatever. But they still have to be paid for all the other months, you know. Of course. And, and to buy my food. And they have your dust to even take uh, property tax off me, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you're making that, uh, that money's just over 200 euro. I don't know how you're making it stretch, to be honest with you. Well, to be quite honest, to be quite honest, I have a good, good children yeah, okay. who are very kind. Right? Okay. If but if you didn't, but Irene, if you didn't have family, and many, and many people my, don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a good daughter and a good son. And honestly, if, if they thought I was really struggling, I know they'd come down. But the point, regardless of that, there's thousands like me, genuine people, disabled people, you know, we have all, the, all these pensions that are really struggling. It's actually people going to work who are struggling beyond compare. Now, I actually heard such a stupid statement this morning. I'm not quite sure whether it was one of the green, so green parties saying. Wouldn't be surprising. Oh, no, they should turn out power. But they they done the same years ago. I didn't know to destroy the country, that, that government that's in now. This is that your time to destroy it. So what happened was to get a group of people to go in that car, and what we'll do is we'll open up a lane for them and the people in the single car, we put them in another lane. What kind? You wouldn't get this in a play yard. You know no, what I mean? it's, no it, it's a disaster. And then when people do manage to get a little bit of recreational time or save a little bit of money to go on a holiday, they can't even get out of the airport. I mean... Did you hear about the increase in the airport, Niall? The witch? To park your car for two to three weeks in the airport... Oh, it's gone up. That's right. It's gone up because I tell you what, I, I do know euro. that it's gone up. Yes. A hundred euro. Yeah. It's gone up. Who, who justifies that? Yeah. It's somebody it's... told me that they, they, last year they paid, I think it was 70 or 80 euro. And this year they had it uh, booked in for, I think, August or September. And it's 160. Yeah. 70. But my point is this. You, everything they have, they don't care. These people are not in the real world. They don't get affected by it. And why is no. that? Do you think they're? Do you think because they're on good money and because they get all their expenses paid, of course, because they're you know ministers and TDs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, do you think they're disconnected from how you live your life, Irene? They have no connection with the Irish people at all. And unfortunately, that's another thing to say about our country because we're very caring people to each other. And I really, really, I'm so angry myself, Niall that I actually get so frustrated that I actually have a volume now because I just feel nobody listens, yeah. you know? It's like the hospital, if I have a friend who's quite ill, was told, okay, God bless the man, that's the C word, right? And um, we'll be taken in in four weeks to get the operation. That's been rang day to day, sorry, it could be another six months. It's not a new crisis. I mean, these are all things that add up in the society that we're yeah. living in. Yeah, and you, you, are, you are right. Nobody's listening, Irene. With the greatest... Well, people listen to you now on the radio are listening. but And people <laughs> listen to me. But unfortunately, 
as a collective, people are are these government the government are not listening. There's one or two politicians They're in there who do care. Now. Do you not think so? Sorry. They're full of their own self-righteousness. Ah, well, look, well, hang on for a second. You know, the, a lot of them are born with a silver spoon in their mouth and they're completely disconnected from society. And, and as I said before, and with respect to Michal Martin or Leo Varadkar or whoever it happens to be, when they come running down the stairs in the morning after getting out of bed or having their breakfast yeah. or whatever it is, they don't have to check their wallet to see have they got 20 mm-hmm. euro for diesel or 50 yeah. euro for diesel. Or they don't have to check their wallet to see if they got enough money for dinner because it's all on expenses. They don't have to check these things. No. You know what I mean? To get all them expenses back. Mm. I think it was last week or the week before you heard man on the council and CJ couldn't get a hotel room in Dublin. That's right, yeah, he had to sleep in his car. Stay there for a second. I want to go to Aaron before the break very quickly. Aaron, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Aaron? Not too bad now, Ireland. Good. Irene struggling there on just over €200. Euro. Um, she's on disability allowance. I don't know how she makes ends meet, to be honest with you. No, either do I. Yeah. Being quite honest. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm only just coming off to the social now myself. So I am. Um, like, you know, time, times are very tough, like, you know, especially with the price of fuel. price yeah. of fuel is just a, a, absolutely astronomical. Yeah, what are you driving, like, petrol or diesel? Diesel. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, because you were told by the Green Party to buy a diesel about 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Diesel is the way, diesel Diesel's the way, way forward, now, cheaper. Now it's, yeah. all, now it's all electrics, the way. Yeah, get rid of diesel it. now. <laughs> they, put, they put the electric up there a couple of weeks ago by 23%. Yeah. Like so, so my, how much are you spending a week, by the way, on diesel? Um, if it was white diesel, <laughs> about 160 euros a week. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Like it, it is. It's astronomical. So it is. Okay. And what do you think the government should do about it? They took the excise. Well, they reduced excise duty. Go back a couple of months ago. They, that didn't they, do very much. They 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 they, they took 12 cent off or whatever it was cent, just yeah. to, yeah, just to keep the people quiet. Like I said to you there in my uh, voice note, um, in Kenya we buy our petrol from the same place as Kenya, and in Kenya. Uh, a litre of petrol yesterday was 152 Kenyan shillings, which works out at €1.22. Yeah, most of it's VAT, by the way. And the government, you know, are lying to us, in a sense, by saying, you know, there's nothing they can do about it. Absolutely, there is something they can do about it. They could reduce the VAT. But for further, further uh, savings, like. Yeah, well, most of it is tax, as we all know. Aaron, thanks for that. Irene, thanks for that. Got to take a break. Keep texting. Uh, everybody is pinned to the collar. I want to know how it's affecting you. The number's 087 Edward. You're an Ireland's classic kids, ain't it, Edward? Long time no here. James and Edward has been a while. Where, where's everybody crawling out of the woodwork today? We'll go on. <laughs> Come here, I tell you. Why, don't we take, why can't we take back our natural resources for a start? Ireland could have been so, could have been as wealthy as the Arab Emirates or hadn't our clowns that are supposed to be running this country like that, giving them all away or sold them with the brown envelopes. We've enough oil and gas off the, off the coast of Ireland that we could be multi-millionaires and everyone in the country could be living very happy with very low petrol prices. But not that. The point I want to ring is today, if you want to hurt the government back, everybody that's listening on the radio, have a, have a little think about this. Cancel every direct debit you have from your account. Your gas, your ESB, your mortgage, everything. Cancel it. Pay it electronically when it suits you. And then set but, up but a form Edward, or a group. Edward, I, I, I understand the principle of what you're saying, right? Because it will be damaging to the government, of course, because oh, the taxes on those things. But, but, hang, but hang on, hang on. But people don't want to fall behind in their mortgage. Or they don't want don't, to have no, 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 no. hot See, there water. You go. Stop, stop. Now, you're asking for a solution. And no, you're no, no, I'm, I'm only saying. They, 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 no, don't, they, they want don't hot water. That, they want their sky you know, telly. Okay, so how much do the people, of how much do we have to take? There's people out there ready to jump off the roof of a fucking house, excuse the language, root off the roof of a house because they've been pushed to limit. So you're telling me, oh, let's not fall behind our mortgage? No, no, what I'm saying is, if everybody did what you just suggested, collectively, 
Now, I mean, and I mean everybody did it collectively. Yes, the government would have to pay attention, right? Stop your ESB, stop your gas, stop your everything, stop your car, every single thing, and, and take control of your own lives. Pay them electronically to, over, over, to, to the electronic payments. They're putting their hand into your pocket, and as long as they keep putting their hand into your pocket, they don't give a flying, Francis. They really don't. So take control back. It's a very simple way to do it. You don't have to go out in the streets. You don't have to block up the roads. You can take power by just cancelling your direct debit. And have you done that, Edward? Have you done it, Edward? I'm, I'd love to do it, yeah. But, but, but why haven't you? Because you don't want to lose your telly yeah, and your internet. And... Like, okay, I mean, just because I, 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 I watch football doesn't mean I play it. But I'm, I, I'll do it if everyone else is going to go along with it as well. It's a very good idea. Just, you know... Think about what I'm about to say to you. No, no, I, I, no, I know. I, I've thought about what you've said to me, and I understand the principle. We're taken out of our accounts every single month, and they don't okay. care. But most of the stuff that's coming out of your accounts every single month are private companies. What, ESB? No. Well, most of them, they're all private companies now. Well, not, not all ESB, by the way. There's, there's different power suppliers. Are we but they're, not, they're all private companies. And, and, and fuel got up. Has that not gone up? And of course it's gone up. Okay, so there you go. So why, why can't you just... Uh, but okay, but, but, what's your, but what's your alternative? So you live in a cold house with no hot water, no television, no nothing, because you just can't see everything. Down the line. What? We, we don't. Just shut up and take what's coming down the line. Unless we're prepared, all of us, to do something drastic, as in do something that will hurt them back. I agree, with, only I agree with you, but I, I don't believe that's uh, the way to do it. Uh, well then, but then it's pointless me coming on because no, that's it's just not an idea. pointless you coming on, Edward. Well, well then, I mean, if you're, I mean, if you're I, gonna, I am agreeing with you in principle. I know how frustrated and angry it, you it's are. It's not just me. I see. I'm watching young guys who are trying to get a house. They can't get the money together. But yet, every second hotel in the country is full with people. Okay, we're doing our bit. We're doing our bit, taking everyone in from okay. all over the world, okay. and we're putting them in. A, people can't come to Ireland for a holiday because the hotels are all booked. You're asking old people to get out of their houses. Uh, and, and make way for a younger uh, for a younger family, you know. There's stupid stuff coming out of Doll Aaron. Stop close that bar in there for a start, because they're knobs. Okay, okay. Seriously, you know, well, they, well, they couldn't be thinking straight if they're having a few pints during the day while they're thinking making decisions. To, I mean, I, 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 I never believe there should have been a bar, by the way, in the in Doll Aaron. One of them gets up in the morning to get their free meals, they get their free beers, they get their free car, they get their free phones, they get a huge salary, they get their bonuses. And what do we get? Ulcers, cancer, and everything else thrown in at the end of it. It's about time we all stood up and started stopping stuff. And I just think that if we cancel out the direct debit, it would be one way to start a ball rolling. And maybe people will be a bit more confident in themselves. For example, the last time the water, water crisis was here and the, and the 100,000 people took to the streets, right? There was another march uh, uh, was supposed to go ahead. They brought in barriers from Germany that had to be bolted to the ground because they were afraid the, that there was a bigger crowd going to turn up. So it nearly worked. So when we do something, we need to follow it through. Well, the, well, the water protest did work because 100,000 people at one point gathered and the government had to listen. Yeah, uh, but they were so afraid of the next war, but that's why they brought in these barriers that had to be bolted to the ground. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. So yeah, yeah. couldn't move them. Yeah. So, you know, they, they will fr- frighten them. But listen, just mellow on that for a minute. So you've cancelled your, your gas, your ESB, you cancel your mortgage, you cancel your car. They're all related. I don't care what you say. They're all in bed together, all the big big wigs in the banks, and all these huge companies. They're all up there sitting at the table going, how do we take more money off them? Well, okay. now, how do we stop giving them money? All right, well, look, Edward, you get that movement going. If that's what you feel will work for some people, that may work for others. They may not think that's the right idea or the way to do it, although they get the principle and the point of what you're saying. Hi, Noel. Uh, sorry. Just listening to that fellow there saying, cancel this and cancel that. 
and he hasn't even cancelled it himself, right? Basically, what people need to do is just stop voting these clowns back into power. That's all. They keep getting voted in. Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael. Since the foundation of this corrupt state. And time to give someone else a chance. And that's just all we can do. That's the next step that should be done. Just stop voting these clowns back in. And when you don't put them in power, the next time they get in, they won't be as, as complacent. You think so? You mentioned Fianna Gael, Fianna Fáil. You didn't mention Labour, obviously, but mind you, very few people do nowadays. But anyway, Fianna Gael, Fianna Gael, Fianna Fáil, you didn't mention Sinn Féin. Uh, do you believe that's the change people want? Uh, and I'm not going to completely disagree. Maybe it is the change people want, but I haven't seen them very active. They haven't. There hasn't been much of an opposition from Sinn Féin. You know what I mean? And on numerous occasions, we've asked them to come on to this show over the last two years, and they won't even do that. Well, they want to RTE, all right. So, and, and I wouldn't mind, every time we do a poll, I mentioned this already, we get a lot of Sinn Féin voters would listen to us here. The majority of people who text when we do a poll as to who you're going to vote for will say Sinn Féin. But yet, they won't even come on and respond to their own listeners. So I don't know. You know what I mean? It's up to you. And I, I think it's extremely rude, by the way, because Ashton, on many occasions, goes to the trouble of writing to them, going to the proper protocols, and they don't even respond to her. They don't even have the courtesy to respond to her. I don't know. That's your Sinn Féin for you. What they be like in government? If that's the case. Niall, how are you? Speaking of airport charges there, um, I would normally go to London for a few days in August um, before I head back to work. And um, normally I would park the car. It's essentially three days. You'd go in from kind of half seven in the morning. You'd have it booked until midnight on the third night. And um, usually I would have got a fast track pass as well. So for the whole lot, it's generally sort of anything from about 42 to 45 euro for the couple of days. That includes the fast track pass. So I just out of curiosity decided I'd price it for August around the time I would normally go. And the car parking alone without the fast track pass, the car parking alone for the same three days is now 85 euro. So like that's double, it's 100% increase. Yeah, crazy, absolutely crazy. It's just madness at this stage. Anyway, enjoying the show. Take care, it's 18. Bye. Uh, absolutely right, 18. And there's no justification for it. People have said this. I know somebody who did it again recently themselves. And I mentioned it earlier on. They booked their car parking for Dublin Airport last year and it was whatever, 80 or 90 quid or whatever. It was, and it's 160 now. So you're right. The price has practically doubled. And there is no explanation as to why it's doubled. Have they less spaces or something? I don't know. But it has doubled, which in one, the space of one year. Let me go to Sinead. Sinead, you're an Ireland's classic. It's Aidan Sinead. Hi, Niall. How are you? Um, Sinead, it is very doomy and gloomy when you, you look at the cost of living and then you have a, you know, a leader of a country which just more or less is saying, you know, put up and shut up because that's what he says. Prices will go up. We don't have any specifics on by how much. And he said we're facing into a different era in terms of pricing. So, I mean, in other words, just get over it. Well, I'm getting over it by leaving the country. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yep. We're on our uh, track to move to Australia by the end of the year. Yeah. Um, we, my husband's from there. He was over there taking care of his mother a few months back and he was offered a really good job. Yeah. And here, like we're here the last 12 years, we left when my oldest was three months old and I said I'd never, ever move back there too far from my family. I want to be with my family. And now I'm at the stage where we have to move back. We have spent the last 12 years trying to make things work here. We have not been able to get ourselves a house or anything like that. We're not going to be able to get ourselves a house. Only for my parents being able to give us 
a place to stay. We would be yeah. homeless right now okay. with three children. So we just, that's it. And, and the lifestyle that you could have for the money that your husband can earn or you can earn yep. in Australia is far superior to the lifestyle that you'll have here. Yeah, definitely. Like the the pay that I would be getting there in the job that I'm in is the average wage. The average wage of what I'd be getting there in my job would be the top wage of what I get here after 15 years in work in Ireland. I, I don't want to know where you work. But I'm assuming then I, that you work in... Are you a education. Nurse? Okay, I was going to say you're either nurse or education, one or the other. Okay. Education, yeah. Okay. And, I mean, it saddens me to hear you because I can hear how upset you are because you don't want to leave the country because obviously it's I where you were born, it's where your family I don't are. want to leave my family. Yeah. I, I want out of this country because I'm just so sick of everything that's going on. I'm sick of trying to work to do the right thing to get the places where we're going but we're not earning enough to get a mortgage but we're earning too much to get help to get a mortgage and it's just we're stuck in the middle and we can't get anywhere there's no help there for us because we're earning too much but then we're, we're not earning enough to be able to do everything like I'm, I'm stressed if the kids get sick because I have to go to the doctors that's 55 it's going to cost me to go yeah. to the doctor then the medicine on top of it and then if it's anything serious we're in big trouble I mean, I know a, chi- a child's sick between the doctor and an antibiotic, unless you've had a medical card and you're one of the lucky people who has a medical card. Uh, yeah. it, it, between the doctor and, uh, you know, and getting a prescription, uh, you're looking at nearly 100 quid. I had three of them now there recently with coughs and whatever, and it's nearly 200 quid between the three of them. And that's not money that we have because we're, we are really living week to week. Do you know what? I said I would never... I loved Ireland and I loved Dublin in particular, okay, because that's where I was born, obviously. That's where I was raised. Yeah. And no disrespect to the people of Corkley, McGowey, listening to me today, by the way, they're beautiful counties. But that's where I was born. And I always said I would never leave. But I've spent most of my time over the last three or four years now in Northern Ireland because that's where my partner's from. And yeah. I, I mean, I'm in Dublin three days a week and I'm up there four days a week. I much prefer it up there. The cost of living is so much cheaper. Yep. You don't have to worry about your kids being sick because you, no. ju- you just bring them to the doctor. It's free of charge. You get your prescription. And that's the same in Australia. So. Yeah. Your dental is free of charge. Yeah. Your education is free of charge. And you pay for, you know, everything that you're, in, you're paying in your tax. You're paying your taxes. And the reason you pay your taxes is these things are free. Yeah. And Ireland has just become how much money can we squeeze out of every single citizen? That's it. That's what it really feels like, and it's just, mm-hmm. I just don't, I, we can't take it anymore. Like, and why do you think they're doing with... nothing about it? Why do you think, when you listen to, you know, Michal Martin, or Mary Lou MacDonald, or indeed Leo Varadkar, or any of them, uh, you know, that happen to be up there chatting away in Dáil Éireann, supposedly on our behalves, why do you think they don't understand how Sinead feels? Why do they, you... they, they seem to be completely out of touch with what's going on in, outside of Dublin are outside of their areas like it, it's very very hard for a lot of people but they don't seem to understand that they seem to be staying within certain circles that of people that are okay that are doing okay that seem to be getting on okay mm-hmm. they don't they don't understand they're out of touch yeah now, I know Australia has know. Australia has its own problems too, mind you. I understand that too. People, Somebody texts in and says, no, Australia was a mess during the COVID. It, it was yeah, a bit of a mess during the COVID. I don't yeah, know. What's it was. It, it was very hard. What's it like now, by the way? Are you allowed to come and go from Australia now at the moment? Yes, yeah. They've, they've opened their borders completely now. Now, if you're vaccinated, you have a lot more freedoms. If you're unvaccinated, you've got 
there is certain things that are held back from you. Like my mother-in-law is very sick. So yeah. my husband went over to get her sorted. One of the things that we got sorted for her was to get her vaccines because until she had that, she couldn't get carers into the house oh God, um, every day okay. of the week. She could only have them in once or twice a week and they had to have full PPE gear. Right, okay. Whereas now, because she's vaccinated, she can have somebody in every day, and it takes a lot of pressure off us, obviously, being so far away yeah. that she's now being How old helped. is she? How old is she? She's 84. She'll be delighted to have you over there, won't she? Well, hopefully, she'll still be there when we get there, because yeah. it's taken a while live to get a visa to get over there, so right. that'll and, take a while. And in relation to, say, you know, the, 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 the lifestyle that you will have there, you, I, I don't know what the cost of property is in whatever part of Australia you're going to. I mean, is it a lot cheaper or is is it just the day-to-day stuff like your diesel, your food? Is that kind of stuff cheaper? Um, if you look on the comparison websites online, it says it's not. But as I said, my husband was just over there. He searched it all. And obviously, if we go to certain places and get the food from there, we can get it. Eating out is a lot cheaper. Rent and buying houses is about on par. But we'd be getting a lot more wage in comparison to what we're getting here. Like he's already been offered a job that'll cover, that's more than what the two of us are earning here. Right. In equivalent. And what about your, what what about your parents? Into. I mean, your parents here, are they, are they both still with us, your parents? My, they're both, they live with my, they're devastated, absolutely. My mum cried for about two days when I told her because they're, they're living with us and my three children are here with us and they're, they're going to miss them. Yeah, because it's not like parents, just London, it's not like where you can go back no, and forward. No, it's not. You know what I mean? It's not. My mum's very nervous of flying, but, um, they have said that they'll come out, which is helping me along a little bit yeah. because at least they'll get to see where I'm going to live. Yeah. And um, they are, they're, they're a lot healthier than my mother-in-law, so hopefully they'll be able to make it. But then I have a lot of siblings here that will be able to take care of them as well. You're going to miss so them. You're going to miss not. them all, Sinead. I'm going to miss them all. I really am. But it's, look, I was there 12 years ago. It's very different now. There is WhatsApp. There's all these different ways of keeping in contact. My mum knows how to use it. My dad knows how to use it. Of course, yeah. So yeah. it should well, be a lot easier. easier than, it does make it easier. It is. Course, it's yeah. a lot closer nowadays than what it was back then. Well, look, I, then. I, I, I'm delighted to listen to you today because I think you represent a lot of people who feel, uh, and you're making the step in doing it uh, because maybe it's a little bit easier too because obviously your husband is from Australia as well. Which makes, well, I do have the option, so I'm, I'm yeah. glad of having the option even though I never wanted the option. <laughs> I yeah, never well, would have left I, Ireland. I have already nailed my colours to the mass too and as soon as I have enough money and as soon as it, well, it won't be in the next year or so but but certainly um, I've already said I'm moving out of Ireland because I can't, it's not that I can't afford to live here because I can but I have nothing left at the end of the month like everybody else but I can't justify paying the it's price. It's destroying. I, you're working to live. Yeah. And you're living to work. You know what I mean? And you can't continue your life like that. And we're just barely surviving like it's that he came home from Australia, he was being offered jobs, like great package, brilliant, brilliant wage, twenty eight thousand a year. Mm. And he's Yeah. He's got a like he's worked really hard in his industry and yeah. he's good at what he does. And that's just No. It's not. No. no it's not. <laughs> you can't. You can't survive on that. Yeah, I know people working in good jobs and then one one of them turned around to me and says, yesterday, I could probably get more in Tesco's if I was working in Tesco's and that's yeah. that's a sad sign, you know, when you're working in a good, skilled job and I'm not suggest- I don't want to demean people who work in Tesco's but if you're working in a skilled job you shouldn't be getting the same as you're getting in Tesco's yeah. or whatever it happens to be. Okay, listen, good luck, bon voyage um, and I hope you have a wonderful life together in Australia. Sad to see Thank you go. And, and I say that to everybody. Like, there's loads of Sinead's around the country at the moment, by the way, yeah. who are thinking of getting out of here or maybe are getting out of here. And, uh, you know, I have to say, you know, I'm 100% behind you. You're 100% right to do what you're doing. 
Yeah. You know, because you that's, can't. That's what everybody's saying to us. Yeah, this is not going to change because you can clearly yeah. see from the, the comments yesterday from Michal Martin, there's just this acceptance that everything is going up and sure that's the way it is. You know yeah. What I mean? All right, listen, thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Sinead. Thank all right, and, and good luck to you and your family and all your friends and, and, and good luck in your future life in Australia. Let me go to Maria. Maria, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Maria? Hi, Mar- hi Niall. I could say hi, Maria. <laughs> it's okay. Say hi to yourself if you want to value yourself, Maria. <laughs> oh, no, I'm gr- grand, but it is. It's, it's, it's just getting out of hand completely. And if, if I, I just want to say that if I... If I um, uh, stammer it's due to cognitive issues because I got a head injury at work and you don't have to you don't have to explain that to me Maria yeah but I'm I'm on disability 208 euro a week and it's just impossible it's, I don't know how I, you're I don't know how you're doing it I don't know it's literally just flying by the seat of my pants and I was listening to Sinead and it's so so sad to hear what she has to leave but you know like I mean I was I was in healthcare um, and I have to say that even though I would be considered as being um, um, a a skilled worker I would have been on just exactly the same as what someone would have been I would have struggled even on my full-time wage. Mm. So, you know, to be in this position and have to help towards mortgage, food, bills, hospital bills. I mean, I've got the medical card, but it doesn't pay for my medication because it's not covered. Yeah. Um, so I, the only way I can see my neurologist is to go private because I just can't get in the public system. How are you affording to go private on 208 a week? You can't, I'm assuming. You'd, you're saving to try to do that. I have to set aside and every I only see him every maybe two months and that is just for... 10, 15 minutes is 180 euros. I was going to say, it's probably 180, 200 quid just to say hello yeah. to him. Yeah. Um, For the privilege. Yeah. Mm. And, and and it's it's really, it's, it's tough, you know. And even as I said in my, my, my message that I, I sent to Ruth and Ashling, like sometimes it's, I'm actually, um, Putting um, putting his food before my own. This is your dog. My dog. What's your dog's Dude. name? What's his name? Tom Tom. To to what Toto. Tom Tom. Tom Tom. Tom Tom. Okay. <laughs> so he gets fed before you sometimes because you can't afford yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm so sorry to hear that, Maria. That's terrible. I think there's nobody should be living in that in the, under those circumstances. I mean, this is 2022. We live in the West, yeah. and yeah. You know, nobody should be living in those circumstances. But there, there's so many people, and and it's you know so, so many people that you speak to that are are are, are working, um, you know, full time, and 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 are in this predicament. Absolutely. As well, like, I mean, I feel so sorry for people that are having to 
spend, you know, huge amounts of money on, on rent. I mean, my when I was working full time, my full wages wouldn't have covered a mm. rent. No, well, nobody can afford to rent in Dublin, yeah. particularly anymore. It, it's just, and I just think our, our government is, you know, they're for, for lining their own pockets and they are totally out of, of touch with, with, with um, how normal people are, the struggles that they have to go through. When they, they don't understand that Maria no. has to go hungry so as Tom Tom can have something to eat. Tom Tom is very lucky yeah. to have a, a wonderful owner like Maria, by the way. But they, they don't understand that. That, that story yeah. doesn't resonate with them because, and I, on my screen here, by the way, there's a picture of you and Tom Tom. <laughs> Somebody's just put it away. Just as I was talking there, Ashley just popped it up on my screen. He's a German Shepherd, a beautiful looking dog. Yeah. And yeah. I see you and Tom Tom there, and he's licking your face because <laughs> yeah. ju- because you've just fed him probably. <laughs> but they have no understanding, and I come back to this again when they have everything paid. They're on a good wage. And by the way, I don't begrudge them their good wage. No, me neither. I mean, fire away. Give yourself a good wage. Mm. But mm. when they're on a good wage and everything is paid for because everything goes down in expenses, the problem then is for people who are making decisions that affect your life and my life, they have no understanding of how you're living. They don't yeah. because they can't because they're disconnected from that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And, you know, okay. for them to turn around and say, but sure, look, we're facing into a different era in terms of pricing. Uh, and also we don't, you know, prices will continue to go up. And this just ex- acceptability that prices yeah. will go up. And and even if it's just, say, your bread going up 5%, 5% or your butter going up 5 cent or your milk going up 5 cent. Or, and it uh, seems like a small amount. But when you add everything up add, together. Yes. And I I really noticed that the, the last time I was in my local supermarket and, oh my God, there were things that like um, last week were maybe one euro that had gone up to three. And you were like, how? Like that, that's over like 200%. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. And do you have a car or means to get around? My 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 brother does, and um, but he uses it less than what he would. Okay. Um, and does he give you a lift if you need to go places? Or yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, he he's he's very good like that, and he he, um, my my other brother would would help um with the mortgage, and and that, you know, but but. They needed for he needs. And how are you? How are you yourself? Because I know you said you had cognitive difficulties uh, mm. because of your brain injury. But are, are you are you able bodied? Are you able to get up and get around? Okay, I can. But there there is days that it I I do be physically exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um and um um, but yeah, I I I I I will be blessed towards other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I ask you about, and you can tell me it's none of my business if you want to, by the way, but how yeah. how did you end up with the brain injury? I got um, um, assaulted at work. Oh, I'm so sorry it, to hear that. It, 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 just a, um, a punch, a oh, punch my. in the, in the, the uh, very forceful one. Okay, okay. And, 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 it, and it caused that permanent damage to you? Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. That's really awful. Hopefully not. 
permanent, but okay. like it's to get the, 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 the access to the services that I need. And unfortunately, I haven't even been processed properly. Okay. And because uh, obviously due to COVID and now, you know, I, I have to laugh at the, the wages that Paul Reid are on for the yeah. 430,000, that'd be nice, Maria. That'd sort out all your problems. <laughs> Tom, Tom would love you forever if you had that kind of money, wouldn't he? <laughs> Maria, listen, it's been lovely talking to you and keep well and I hope he can manage to get through all this. You know, I think all of us like Sinead should just leave the country and leave them here on their own to, to, uh, to wallow in it. Wouldn't I, you know... We should get I a big, huge boat. If, <laughs> if they could do it in the Bible, we could do it now. We get a big yeah. boat and we'll all get on it and sail off into the sunset and oh, leave Hall and Leo and the rest of them all on the island as we're waving goodbye. <laughs> Exactly. Lovely talking to you. All right. And keep an eye on Tom Tom there, okay? Cheers. All right, okay. Thanks, Maria. That's really sad, isn't it, to listen to? You know, when somebody... I mean, look, people are living on low amounts of money. And there are days that she doesn't feed herself because she wants to feed the dog. Isn't... I mean, why is that happening? Under what circumstance? If any of these politicians are listening, did you hear what she just said? There are days she feeds her dog because she hasn't got enough money to feed herself and the dog. How, as a, as a politician in this country and somebody who's elected representative, how can you sleep at night knowing that you have a Taoiseach who makes a comment yesterday, prices will go up. We don't have specifics on how much. And he also said, we're facing into a different era in terms of pricing around fossil fuels. It's almost like, there's an acceptability around it. Ash, he's will get on with it. He's will be grand. We're not grand. We can't afford to keep doing this. When is it going to stop? And then pulling together a plan like on a national wage agreement whereby employers have to give people more money, that's just a race to the bottom. That's just a vicious circle. Because if they pay us more money, the prices will continue to go up. And they can't afford to do it either. Let's have a little bit of empathy as well for some of the employers because... Probably most of the employers in this country are small businesses. They're not your big business, your big conglomerates who can absorb these costs. They're paying rent. They're paying more rent. They're paying higher rates. They're paying more for their electricity. Their production costs are higher. So it's difficult for them to pay you more sometimes. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's not their responsibility. It's the government's responsibility. If the prices are going up, reduce the bloody taxes. We can't afford to live here anymore. All right, so we have WhatsApp messages. Oh, I know. Sorry, I can't come on. I just wanted to send a quick voice message to say that this country is an absolute shambles. Everything about it, absolute shambles. Today, I got a phone call from a company in Spain and they've offered me a job. So I'm going to be flying out the end of this month. And hopefully, hopefully I'll never have to come back. Um, I'm paying now 600 euros per month for a room a double room that doesn't even have a bathroom it's a shared bathroom I'm going to move to Spain I'll be able to rent a one bedroom apartment for about 700 euros per month and where I'm going on the Costa del Sol the average temperature is 20 degrees per year so 
I won't have to worry about heating bills. Obviously, there's electricity, and obviously there's other bills that I have to count uh, count in. But I know for a fact it's going to be it's going to cost me far less than what it cost me to live here, and I have 320 days of sunshine per year. Enjoy it, and uh, I wish everybody who's saying these things today that they want to leave this country and get out of it. Enjoy your journey and have a wonderful future because the way things are going in this country, you're all going to be priced out of it very, very soon. That's the way it's going. Oh, no, that was probably the hardest um, radio I've listened to in quite a while. That was so sad. So sad. He's obviously referring to Maria, who is on, who feeds her dog rather than feeding herself some days. And by the way, you know, the Irish people are wonderful, extremely kind nation and just after that, actually, a few people had rang up, but one man in particular wanted to get find out where she buys the dog food because he wants to make a donation to the shop to make sure she doesn't have to pay for it. So that's wonderful. Irish people are great when it comes to that kind of stuff. Stephen, you're in Ireland's Classic Kits. How are you doing, Stephen? Not too bad, no. Yourself? Good. Stephen, I mean, I'm listening to people today, you know, they're putting their hands in the air and surrendering and saying, that's it, we need to get out of this country. You know, just can't live here anymore. We just can't afford to live here anymore. It's not the thing. We can't afford to live here anymore because the Irish people are too complacent. We're sitting back. We're letting these politicians up and all in who have absolutely no grasp of reality. They're on salaries of over 85000 a year. The expenses that you can claim till it comes out of their ear holes. And it doesn't affect them. It doesn't affect them in any way, make manner or form. Now, I was saying to the girl I was talking to, I have a stepdaughter who's special needs. She went out and she got married. Because her husband is walking, they took her money off her. And what, what did they take her? Her disability? Yeah, her disability allowance. They took every cent off her. My wife went out and got a job. She's a 24-hour carer. Seven days a week, 365 days a year. She was getting 208 euro a week for doing that, for looking after the daughter. And she decided, I need to get out of this. I need to get a break away. I need my little bit of space. She went out and she applied for a job as a lollipop woman. She got the job as the lollipop woman. And the Department of Social Welfare then felt fit to come back and pay her 35 euro a week. No, I'm going to tell you what they're I do very much, by the way, she's getting a huge wage as a lollipop woman, was she? She gets about 294 a fortnight. Yeah, it's hardly a huge wage. Yeah. Now, when we rang up to the Department of Social Welfare to try and talk sense to them, they turned around and told us, well, if my wife wasn't capable or wasn't willing to look after my daughter, they'd put her into a home. Into residential care? Yes. That was the answer we got off the Department of Social I, I, I want to go back to your daughter for a second. So your daughter has a disability. Yeah. She got married. And yeah. because the man she married is working, they then yeah. took away her independence or financial <laughs> independence yeah. and her disability allowance. Yes. So we, we talked about this before in relation to people who are carers, for example, or, or mm-hmm. you know, a woman who will be looking after a disabled child and because her husband works and iron slightly over the threshold, yeah. um, they take away their, their money. And I just think that's awful because your daughter, that's your daughter's independence. That's her money. And just because okay. she's married to somebody, what we're doing is going back in time, 
suggesting that your daughter as a woman should be relying on her husband to, to feed her and, and look after her, where she, she needs is, her own financial independence. Yes, that is the policy of the Department of Social Community and Family Affairs, that once you exceed the threshold, you are then dependent on the sole earner in the family, which in... Well, then, see, well, then what they're saying is... You're better off not getting married. You're better off living in sin and pretending you are not married or well, pretending you are not together. Do you know what I mean? Well, You're better off people, lying, in other words. Yeah, the only people getting on in this country are doing what the politicians do. That's really true, your teeth, and scammer everybody you can. Now, you turned around earlier and you said about the opposition, that Sinn Féin are in opposition. Mm-hmm. I remember a politician knocked up to my dog one day. He was actually a Fianna Gael. They were going for election, they were in power, Fianna Fáil was in, it was after the financial crisis and all of that. And he knocked up and he was going on about all these savings. And I said to him, but you were in opposition, why didn't you do something about what the government were doing? But there was a time when opposition parties did oppose the government. But But I don't see that very much anymore. Yeah, but Sinn Féin do oppose them and other independents oppose them. But see... Unfortunately, we live in a democracy where votes count. Oh, no, no, a lot unfortunately. I mean, democracy it's should be, well, well, it should be a good thing, democracy. Yes, it should be a good thing. But when you have the like of a Muppet in the Green Party who are just okay. going around. Look, they, they, the only reason they managed to get into power was because the government had, or because Fianna Gael and Fianna Fáil had to form a government. That's the well, only reason they were. But, but in I'm, relation to your opposition that you talk about, let's go back to Sinn Féin. My producer is frustrated She's angry. She's annoyed because Sinn Féin, as you rightly said, are opposition. So they're there to, you know, disagree at a time when it needs to be disagreed was in relation to, say, the cost of living at the moment. Yeah. And we desperately try to get Sinn Féin in the air. And a lot of our listeners, by the way, are Sinn Féin voters, as well as there's Fianna Gael voters and Fianna Fáil voters in there. But yeah. I would say the majority of our listeners are Sinn Féin voters because I think in the last election, people want to change. And that's fair enough. But they won't come on the air and talk to us. And I mean, when I talk about the Mokum on the air, the main people that we need to talk to, well, you know, be it well, Mary Lou or Pierce. The there is, so all the problems we've had with the financial burden that's had to be placed on my family, the only ones that were there to give us an air and to try and do anything for us was Sinn Féin. Okay, we, well, I, and maybe you've had your good experiences with them. And, no, and I'm not suggesting they're a bad party. Well, I, they wouldn't be my cup of tea, but I'm not suggesting they're a bad party and a lot of people want to vote for them. But if, they, if they're not willing to go on the radio and stand up against the government, and they will do it on RTE, they will do it on other stations, but they will not do it here, because what's wrong with asking a politician questions no. that they may not want to answer? Yeah, but see, this is the Irish people again. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't like pointing sticks at people or pointing fingers. People will come up to me, they'll say, oh, that's terrible, our money was taken off, or blah, 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 and I'd say, yeah, it's a scandal. They've taken away our identity, but I'm getting a five euro increase in my pension or in my social welfare. I'm all right. Or mm. I got the medical card. And that's what it's all about. It's people looking after their own interests. And once they get something, they forget about and they seem to be sidetracked. 
simply what the government are doing. But, but can I ask you, because I've asked everyone this today, Stephen, I mean, and obviously there's a few issues within your situation there, with your wife obviously get, not getting her carer's allowance or having carer's allowance cut, your daughter having her disability allowance cut. Um, and so there's a few issues going on there, and, and many of those issues shouldn't be happening, and I completely agree with you. But do you think that the politicians in this country, including Sinn Féin, do they understand your life? Do no. they Do they understand how you live and your daughter no. and your wife? No. They haven't got a clue. How would they? If I was earning 85,000 a year, I wouldn't be on the radio to yourself. I'd be able to live comfortably. I'd be able to manage and pay me bills and come up with everything. I wouldn't be living the way I'm living now, living from pocket to bill and bill to pocket, cutting off one so I can pay the other, thinking about how I'm going to get into work because I haven't got 20 euro to put in my car because I need it for petrol. I wouldn't be like that if I was a politician. These politicians go into power to serve five years, and they're entitled to a full... Full pension. pension, of course, yeah. And by the way, is there weeks that you can't afford to put petrol in your car to get to work? I have to put petrol in the car because if I don't go to work, I can't afford to be down my wages. So I have to go out and borrow one bag to get the money to put the petrol in the car. And any, any in debt every week? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, Stephen, it's a, it's a point well made, particularly about your daughter, by the way. And, and we've raised this issue before as to why, in particular, women um, are being... I suppose their independence, financial independence has been taken away from them on a regular basis over things like carers and disability allowance, etc., etc. When somebody else in a family earns more money, it shouldn't be, that shouldn't be down to that. I don't believe it should be. If that's the case, just why, why bother getting married? Just lie to the state because everybody else is doing it anyway. Uh, the number's 087 Mick, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Mick? Oh, right, Niall. How's this hearty again? How good, are you? Good, Mick. You were listening to Sinead earlier on there who's leaving and going to Australia. She had enough. Oh, uh, had enough. God, love her. It was like she was reading off my playbook and that's the truth. So the girl was crying talking to me. She doesn't want to leave Ireland, but she has to. She can't afford to live here anymore. Well, yeah. Myself and my wife are both working and we're in the same boat. Now, we're, we're earning too much for help and we're not earning enough for a mortgage. I get you. you. Know, so you're just a little bit over that threshold, yeah. Oh, we're we're living in a mobile home. I think I told you this before, but it was about a different topic. I'm living in a mobile home in my mother-in-law's back garden. Yes, I do remember you now. I do yeah, remember yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about my mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, that was a different thing. But but that's where we are at. And, and I, like we we looked for help. I went to the council and they said, look, unfortunately, you're both in full-time employment. You're, you know... It didn't matter what we were making. The fact that we were both in full-time employment, they weren't entitled to help us. We, we, you know, we couldn't fund the house on this, and et cetera, et cetera. Now, we've gone to the banks and looking, you know, for mortgages and all that, and they're throwing out all these figures at us. And, you know, you have to have this for solicitors. And Now, we know this. Like, we know we're not stupid. We do know what you need to get a mortgage. Yeah. We do know you need the deposits, et cetera, et cetera. But... Like, and people, even my own friends and family would say, oh, she, you're in, your year must be loaded, you know, you're not paying a mortgage, you're living in a mobile, you must be, you're not, the cost of living, like, we have a daughter, like, the, the lady was saying she had to be, we had to bring our daughter to the doctor yesterday, that cost 50 quid and then 48 quid on, on medication, that was 100 euro gone. Yeah. In the space of a half an hour yesterday from us, that we absolutely will have to forget about something else to cover that. Yeah. If you know what I mean, and that's where we're at, like, and and like, if I, I'm a civil servant, and but I'm not long in a civil servant, so anybody listening who's a civil servant knows how low my wages are. 
because I'm not long. You're, you're on the lower or, pay scale, yes. Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Because right, okay. okay, I'm not there that long. Mind you, there's probably people in the civil service doing less than you and earning three times as much, but hey, whatever. Yeah. Three times? Yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot more than that. Yeah. I, I'm doing the work. I'm in an office with a guy who's about four or five times my pay scale and I'm doing the exact same work as him. I know, that's bizarre. Yeah. I, 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 look, uh, I, I, I could talk all day about the public sector. Exactly. That's a different thing altogether yeah, yeah. again. But like, the cost, like, Neil, that 100 euro, that's, that's two weeks, three weeks of diesel money in my car, you know, to get to work yeah. and, and back, you know. That's, it's, it's just, like, I would spend millions to save my daughter, don't get me wrong, but 100 euro... I mean, like, I now got promoted recently, and again, this is going to sound like I earn a lot. I don't. But I used to get paid once a week, but now we only get paid every second week, and I find myself literally sitting in my car, scraping my head two or three days before I get paid again because I haven't a toss in my account. I know. You know what? It's very hard to change your habits. Yeah. Yes. The, yeah, because you have to habit. change yeah, your budgeting. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. I remember yeah. many years ago, I went from being paid weekly to being paid monthly. Oh, and my God, it took me years to get used to it. Years. Yeah. I was always broke at the end of the month. Always. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I was never broke, broke at the end of every week. Yeah. But for some reason... You're broke every two it. weeks now. I'm broke but there's very few places weeks, do that. Yeah. My father used to get paid, but it's called bi-monthly. My father used to get paid bi-monthly years ago uh, when he worked in Erlingus. Yeah. Uh, but there's very few places I'd say, I'd say are doing that now. I didn't realise in the civil service you get paid every two weeks, but yeah. there you go. But now, there was just another thing. Okay, but very, very quick, because I've gone to a break. So, are you thinking of getting out of here as well now, yeah? Niall, get out of here. I can't afford to, I couldn't afford a taxi to Dublin Airport. Never mind the fly over. <laughs> Would you, could you afford the flights? I don't know. We went with Ryanair, I suppose, if I could. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I get you, I get you. Uh, Mick, listen, I wish you well and I wish you the best of luck, Mick, all right? Thanks, Ed. Thank you. Thanks, all right, thanks. thanks very much indeed. A lot of people, by the way, echoing what Sinead said earlier on there in relation to, you know, getting out of this country. Right, Noel, uh, can't come on the show on Mummy Break. Um, my son is autistic. He saves receipts. He's been saving receipts from Aldi for the last three years. You should see the difference in prices between now and even six months ago. It's unbelievable. Just a three, just a three basics: bread, milk, and cheese. All three combined, just all three, and now one euro extra for the freedom. It's madness. They have to go. They're all lunatics. They have to go. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The numbers: oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. Everybody today talking about the cost of living, and uh, the reason because the, the government accepts that the cost of living is out of control. Uh, and they accept to be hot market and accept prices will continue to go up and he accepts we're facing into a different era in terms of pricing and it's all well and good to accept that and to say that but we can't continue like this yeah, Michal, Leo, Stephen Donnelly the rest of you is in there you can continue to do it because obviously you're on a good wage and you have all your expenses paid etc etc and you can continue to do it and that's fine but we can't the people listening to this radio station can't because, like many of them who've been talking to us today, you've priced them out of actually living in their own country now. They want to leave. They want to abandon you and abandon ship, even though they love their country because they've had enough of this absolute and utter nonsense. You're supposed to be running the country. It's a dereliction of duty. You're failing miserably uh, to look after the citizens of Ireland. And people can see that now. Tourists, if you're listening... By the way, today, if anybody's listening abroad, don't bother coming to this country. 
Because firstly, you couldn't afford to li- stay in a hotel in this country if you were going on a holiday. Secondly, you'll be ripped off for everything you do. And thirdly, when you do want to go home, you won't even be able to get out of the airport. So I'd say to the tourists, we're not ready for you yet. Probably stay in your own country for the time being. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic.